This is the Cato Daily Podcast for Tuesday, August 17th, 2010. I'm Caleb Brown. In the Gulf oil spill, the Coast Guard and other agencies have taken hits for failing to foresee the disaster's impact, having their attention shifted toward national security after 2001. That kind of diversion is a problem all over the place. Failing to foresee a highly improbable disaster isn't always impossible, but funding that kind of prevention will require a tax bill almost no one wants to pay. Peter Van Doren, editor of Regulation Magazine, offers his thoughts. Well, it turns out, according to the Washington Post, uh, the the budget for, well, after 9-11, the water-related terrorism stuff, i.e. worrying about port security, worrying about ships, worrying about surveillance, all of those things got added to the Coast Guard's agenda, even though the Coast Guard isn't had particularly, you know, it's not necessarily badly suited, but it's not particularly well suited to do those kinds of things. So as I said, a congressman says, if there's a problem and it involves water, let's give it to the Coast Guard. And that strikes me as probably the decision rule that they adopted. And the Coast Guard, looking to um, get more budget, which is what agencies tend to do, said, sure, we'll take on things, uh, that are terrorism related, that are related to the water. We don't want, uh, you know, some other entity like the Air Force or the Army or the whatever um, having to do that because we're second-class citizens anyway in the hierarchy of the quasi-military things. The Coast Guard's kind of on the bottom. So let's let's uh, let's accept this responsibility um, for terrorism prevention, and we'll get more money. And if it's your job somewhere within the Coast Guard to divvy up the funds for this or that particular task, obviously the events on September 11, 2001 were devastating. And when was the last time we had a, a blowout of the magnitude in the Gulf? Well, we haven't. I mean, and, and the last one that happened was actually in Mexican waters back in the 70s. And and the the Exxon Valdez and 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 oil spill prevention around the world was, and has been up until recently, um, tanker-related. We worried about tankers spilling in ports and tankers running aground uh, and spilling, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Blowout preventers, none of us knew that term until three months ago. So you're saying it's easy for an agency to take on a particular task in, in pursuit of a higher budget, uh, now and down the road. And I could, I could have seen, again, I'm not blaming the agency here. I, I, I want to tell a story that ends up blaming us, the people and the Congress, because they reflect us, which is, imagine, um, I can imagine a Washington Post story or a New York Times story, an expose on this useless little agency within the Minerals Management Service, right? They, they, they manage the royalties and collecting the royalties, but they also have this safety uh, concern, which is the blowout preventer inspection service, and make believe you and I were in it, and we've been sitting around there forty years. We're getting on in, in our years, and we've been sitting around, and we've been getting a budget year after year, and we go around and look at these things, and nothing ever happens. And so I can imagine um, the Poster, the Times, having an expose on what a useless agency this is. Look at it. They're going after something that never happens. And they interview Bill Niskanen at the Cato Institute and says, yeah, agencies kind of hype threats and, and they try to maximize their budget. And 
this age is this little part of the uh, um, MMS sort of is a is a, a waste of resources, and and it's and why are we worrying about that? We should shift resources to something like terrorism or ship inspection or something else. So I could, again, I could conceive quite easily of a um, newspaper story um, talking about what a waste of money this bunch of people are that sit around and inspect something where nothing's ever gone wrong. Given that it's the nature of an agency to make its appropriation uh, very, very important or appear very, very important, uh, it makes certainly Congress's job a lot more important to actually separate out what is, uh, what is important and what is not. And that's inherently difficult. And I'm not saying I have an answer. Um, but think of, well, the, the generic problem, I mean, the, the set of things that can go wrong that we might want to be vigilant about is rather large. And the willingness of taxpayers in the Congress to maintain attention toward those things and allocate a budget towards those things, if they only happen once every 40 years or once every 50 years, um, is extremely difficult, right? It's 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 a conceptually difficult problem to go before the people and say we keep we need money to worry about this thing because it really is going to happen again, even though it hasn't happened in a long time, et cetera, et cetera. And that gets a little that gets a little tired as a speech after a while, and then conservatives and others just say, I think we should get rid of you. You don't you're not doing anything, and then whoop, something happens, and then. The newspapers discover, aha, we weren't funding this thing very well. And I'm thinking, this is this is man bites dog or dog bites man. I mean, it's it, this cycle of you know paying attention to something and and hyping the funding and then it kind of decays over time because it, it's not in the news anymore. It's extremely difficult um, to know what the right amount of money is to to throw at this kind of thing. This is a problem for agencies like the FDA as well. That is, we ask them to engage in certain tasks and make a sure, safe food supply and other things like that. Well, I think what's interesting is um, when political scientists study this phenomena we're describing today is how Congress always managed to escape criticism. The problem is always the agency. And so when things go wrong, the agency wasn't vigilant enough or something like that. And yet in the end, Congress sets the budgets. Congress passes the budgets. Congress tells the agencies what to do. Um, to be sure, in accord with what the agencies recommend, but in the end, if Congress really thinks that money should be spent um, worrying about something that hasn't happened in a long time, um, the agency would be quite willing to do that. And the the difficulty is is gaining re-election by telling people there's not enough money to actually fund all the agencies to look at and think about all the things that might go wrong, and in fact, um, you the people and you companies and you it, things things bad things happen, and we need better working insurance markets to deal with things after the fact and things like that as opposed to some agency fell down on the job, uh, et cetera, et cetera, which is the usual narrative that we have, including now that the, the Minerals Management Service needs to be restructured, et cetera, et cetera. Inst instead, people here at Cato, we, the insight we have is 
the list of things you would want the government to worry about maybe should be shorter rather than longer because it's the long list gives people the false sense that in fact there are people out there thinking about everything that can go wrong and then worrying on your behalf and then preventing things on your behalf when in fact people themselves need to worry um, as much about what might go wrong including companies in other words the um, uh, it'll be interesting to see what we learn about BP and the investigation of BP and the list of things that a CEO has to worry about and where safety and risk and risk management were in the BP um, corporate hierarchy and plan. I mean, the sort of the gossip we get now, that is, that, is that BP had a bad safety culture and et cetera, et cetera. And um, I, that may be true, but certainly going forward, they're not. I mean, we, we're talking a $35 billion mistake here, and that does tend to uh, sharpen the eyes and ears and brain. And so going forward, um, I think the liability issues uh, from uh, alone will be enough to make sure companies think about these things. Um, certainly, the Exxon Valdez spill changed the Exxon culture tremendously, and we now know uh, that they still worry about these things greatly um, because the the lawsuit has a creates a longer institutional memory in a corporate culture than the sort of voter attention cycle that we've been talking about which is if something happened a long time ago voters in the congress tend not to pay as much attention to it but within corporations the corporate council who had to deal with the litigation and then the shareholders who pay out all the bills um, they remember these things and that probably much more important than having the MMS being reformed to somehow worry about things. Peter Van Doren is editor of Regulation Magazine and a senior fellow at the Cato Institute. You can subscribe to Regulation at Cato.org.